2045. The remnants is finally in its infancy. It was a hard road, many a year where I'd thought everything we did was for naught. Setback after setback, failure after failure. <laughs> it's a miracle now that I think back. We cried, we bled, and we suffered together. But somehow, we pushed through. And now... Now we have our home again. The name is Valentin Rainier. I'm a conservator for the bulwark here in the Remnants. Pre-shift, I guess you'd have called me a detective. <laughs> Imagine that. So, here I am, spending another night out on observation, along the wharf of Innovation Valley Drive, the district within Zone 4 that used to be called San Francisco pre-shift. As of late, there's been quite a lot of rumored dissident activity stemming from the countless warehouses lining the shore. Weapon smuggling, racketeering, laundering, you name it. Being that there are only rumors, though, the director has only authorized us conservators for observation. Lucky me. The frigid ocean air passes over me as I sit here, sinned hanging from my lips on the hood of my personal bulwark-issued tracker. A top-of-the-line acquisition vehicle, tailored to spec by the eggheads inside of the REM Corporation. <sighs> Just an overly complicated car, if you ask me. Taking a drag from my sund, I watch the lights dance throughout the district. Memories of the years before come flooding back. Time spent and wasted in relative comfort, with names and faces I can barely recall. And some I wish I could forget. <sighs> A buzzing from my data pad pulls me from my thoughts. Looks like my observation is being cut short for the evening. Duty calls. Taking one last drag, I stow away my data pad and slide into my tracker as it powers on. I met with Sam, my personalized partner running down the briefing as we head off. Evening, Val. Sam, what we in for? Just got the alert from the director. Seems we've been authorized for investigation. We've got a dead techie. Huh. Calling off an observation for a techie? Yep, the name's Min Tran, 61. She was an engineering project lead within REM Corp's cybernetics division. Apparently, she was working on something big, as the Corp wants this figured out ASAP body was found inside her vehicle just outside of her place of residence. Scouts have taped off the location. From the report, it doesn't sound pretty. Any witnesses come forward? None yet, although it's still pretty early in. However, it's doubtful any will either. Uh, some things never change. Uh, don't we know it. After thumbing on the radio, I fish out a small silver flask of Weatherman's from my coat as we continue the drive into the heart of the district, passing by one corporate structure after another. The once backlogged and, in my opinion, confusingly winding streets of San Francisco 
now consist of flowing traffic and easily navigable roadways. If there's one thing I'm thankful for from the shift, it's gotta be this. Everything alright, Val? You're brooding more than usual. Funny. Uh, can't you wait till after for that? The director was on my hide for the last time. Still looking ahead, I run my thumb across the worn engravings on the face of my flask. A gift from my aunt for my 21st birthday. My last gift. Glancing down, I look over the engravings and into the blurry reflection of my own face in the worn metal. <laughs> A wise man never thinks too hard. <laughs> uh, no matter how many times you say it, it still doesn't make much sense to me. Doesn't make much sense to me either. Doesn't really have to, all things considered. Stealing one last glance, I finally pocket my flask, taking Sam's advice. A drink can wait until later. As we pass through the final stretch of gray and black corporate structures, we emerge out into the countless rows of housing blocks that a majority within the district call home. Long, white rectangular buildings stretching on for miles in any given direction. We're getting close. Are we supposed to be getting paired up with any other conservators tonight? Nothing in the report says as much. Should just be us. Ever since my last paired investigation, it seems like the director has been restricting my contact with the other conservators. Huh. I mean... Working solo doesn't bother me, never did, but this just rubs me the wrong way. Hmm. Uh, don't let it get to you. We closed the investigation. This will blow over in no time. Yeah, that's what I keep telling myself. Silence settles over the tracker as we near the final stretch to the scene. Ah, God. I'm regretting not taking at least a swig. The parking structure should be just around the corner. Right. Pulling into the building, we're met with the flashing lights of several scout cruisers holding a perimeter. Sam wasn't kidding when he said that this was a big deal. Coming to a halt, I flip a switch on the dash, sending my tracker's information over to the cruisers in wait. After a short pause and a loud whooping siren, one by one, the cruisers signal an affirmation before leaving Sam and I to tend to the scene. Setting the tracker in park and switching it to transmit, I step out of the car and tab open the receiver on my datapad. Striding toward the red glow of the scout's perimeter tape, I place an earbud into my right ear and don a pair of clear black glasses. The familiar bulwark text and loading diagnostics fill my vision before clearing and a faint jingle plays out in my ear. Alright Sam, let's get to work. The red glow of the perimeter tape washes over me, quickly flashing green and beeping out a sequence of tones, recording my entrance. In front of me is the dull silver REM Corporation transport craft, a vehicle assigned to each employee, specifically for to and from transportation. As I approach the partially open driver's side door, I notice a dark red liquid seeping out from the bottom of it, pooling beneath the car. Blood. Just as I pull on a pair of gloves, text begins to rapidly scroll across the bottom of my glasses as Sam's voice rings out in my ear. 
vehicle's tags are registered under Miss Tran, going back several months. Same routine every day, drives to work at 5.30 and returns by 7.15. After accessing the vehicle's internals, uh, there's seemingly no unusual activity in the black box either. Uh, the parking unit clocked to return at 7.18, so she came straight back from work it would seem. No matter how many times we do this, it still amazes me with how quick you are with all that. Uh, that's what I'm here for. As I peer into the driver's side window, I'm met with quite a gruesome sight. The victim's entire lower jaw and tongue had been seemingly ripped free from the rest of her face, and rivulets of blood trickled down from empty sockets. The entirety of her chest is splayed open as if burst from within, leaving a mess of organs spilling out onto her lap. Whether or not she was alive during this process, I'm unsure. I just really hope she wasn't. Ah, oh, God. What the hell happened here? Stepping carefully around the slowly growing pool of blood, I circle the vehicle, allowing Sam to scan and record everything through the glasses. Other than the blood trailing down the side of the car, nothing else seems to stand out. Let me know when you're done, Sam. We'll need to take a closer look at the body to see what the actual cause of death was. From here, it's hard to tell what exactly killed her. But it looks beyond painful, and pretty personal if you ask me. Just finishing the upload of the scans now. You should be good to inspect the interior. Just be sure to let me scan before you move anything. And I agree. It's a bad way to go. Rotating back around the vehicle, I take a hold of the handle and carefully begin to open the driver's side door, hoping against hope that nothing falls out. Uh, well, then... That's... even more unsettling. No hands, no feet. Sam, uh... uh already on it. Uh, from the slight burn pattern around the wounds and how clean these cuts are? It's indicative of an industrial-grade laser. <sighs> now that I'm getting a closer look, several organs that should be here seem to be missing. You're right. Lungs, pancreas, heart, kidneys, and liver. All gone. Hmm. Injection mark at the base of the skull. Looks recent, if the swelling is any indication. Culprit likely drugged her. You good on scans? Yeah, go ahead. Returning to the tracker, I pop open the trunk and swiftly retrieve my field kit before heading back. Conservator Valentin Rainier, on site of murder victim Min Tran. Prepping to administer on-site analysis, current time 8. Halfway to the parking unit, I stop. Sam? Uh, I don't know either. Glancing up at the parked vehicle, a subtle pulsating glow reflecting off the pool of blood catches my eye. That...
Hi, this is Nick Koyama, creator of Turbulence. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Ashes Arc, Residence. It was incredibly fun creating this episode and introducing you to the world of the remnants, as well as my super cheery boy, conservator Valentin Rainier, and his favorite partner, Sam. What's to happen to our boys? I guess we'll have to wait and see in the next episode. Attention. Now, before I go, I would like to personally extend my thanks to two incredibly talented and driven individuals for inspiring me to go out and create my own series. I'd like to thank Jolly of Hey It's Jolly Entertainment and Persephone Rose of Postal Roach for giving me that initial opportunity to work with them and their amazing cast and crew. If you haven't listened to their work already, I highly recommend it. You can find their work at heyitsjolly.com and emperorpigs.com respectively. That's heyitsjolly.com and emperorpigs.com. With that, I would like to thank you, the listeners, once again for listening. <laughs>